Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Oh, goodness gracious. It has been a week, and to be quite honest with you, David... This is how you bring in every episode, man. Goodness gracious, it's been a week. Yeah. (laughs) It has been a week. (laughs) It has been a week. It will be, and to be quite honest with you, it's going to be another week of, of, uh, of activities, of busyness, of of a flutter, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I am. Uh, we'll we'll more so address that next week. And I I love that we're teasing next week's episode at the top of this episode. Yeah. But but that being said, uh, for us it it makes sense because uh, we will be filming them back to back again. A bit of a tease of things to come. But hello, David. Welcome. I see you are in full football regalia. Are you, uh, am I to understand (laughs) that you're going to be enjoying the entirety of uh, tonight's uh, Monday night football game? Uh, For those in the future listening who will not care past uh, us recording this, this will be a beloved of David Broncos or sorry, Chargers. Oh, <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm talking of my beloved. Uh, <laughs> yeah. David's it's Chargers. It's my beloved versus Phil's beloved. The Chargers yes. versus the Broncos. Tonight on Monday Night Football, you guys already know the result. Or maybe you just don't give a shit. But, no, I will not. I will say why. Because I did a shift at work today from 2 until 7. Super easy shift. But finished at 7. Here we are recording the podcast until probably 11, 12. Who knows? And then I have to be at work at 7.30 in the morning. So I will be watching the game, but I plan on getting up at around, like the game's at two something. I'll get up around 3.34 and start it from the beginning and I'll get to skip all the ads. Okay, I see. So you're going to watch it in a world. I'll finish it more or less at the at the same time that the game actually finishes, but I won't be watching it in real time. From Truly the live. Okay. See, I've, th- I've thought this through because I... I, there's no part of me that would want to miss the game for one or worse have to like wait until not check the result and then accidentally get a spoiler from either you Phil or from Twitter or something because I'm not thinking about it and get a spoiler and know what happens before I've seen the game so no I'm going to be watching it early early in the morning not getting much sleep tonight but so be it the things we do for love the things we do for love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we love a little Justin Herbert. All right. That is oh. uh, that fills oh. the, the quota for our sports and fantasy uh, talk of the episode. So thank you for, for joining yes. us as pretty much whenever the football season occurs. Not that that is our Yeah, that no is more. our guilty pleasure. So thank you. Um, we assure you that we have a great episode to follow here. And we are excited oh for you to listen. And it has nothing to do with football, but it does have some fantasy elements i will admit uh just probably not uh football at all but uh please give it a listen here we go david let me throw some numbers at you here we've got 62 million we've got 152 million number of craps i've taken in my life we've got 92 million Mm. but at the top We've got 182 million. What is that? What does that even mean? I don't know. These are all just very big numbers, Phil. Tell me what it means. Those are the results in order of the of the powwow movie draft 2021 spectacular that the one, that the only Gareth Boucher 
who came on and helped us do that little movie draft back uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago now. Months helped, ago. This was yeah, ages ago. Ages ago. We were in a different world. COVID was still existed, so it was pretty much the same. But <laughs> but I digress. Uh, Gary, Gary Boucher came on and helped us pick out a few movies, and he picked the correct movies. He did not mess up his draft, had the number one overall pick, pick Thor Love and Thunder, and that did him well as that was his top earner. And as such, well, first of all, let's welcome Gary to the podcast. Gary, welcome. Congratulations, welcome, Gary. To Victory welcome, Lab. Gary. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. The lady okay. luck looked kindly upon my face, giving me that first pick. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, it was. It was more it like was... Chris Hemsworth looked looked upon your face and smiled exactly, as if you were. Chris and he Pratt. was naked at the time. Yeah. Now. I want yes. to clarify because we do, we Phil and I have a general idea of how many people listen in and out uh, each week, but we don't know who is listening, and so we don't know how many people are regular listeners. So if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, at the beginning of the summer, we uh, we Phil and I each brought on a guest. Phil brought Gary. I brought my friend Devin, and we took it in turns picking movies that were going to come out in the in the in the following two months up until August something something. We would draft a movie, and that would be our movies. We each drafted four movies. We took it in turn turns. Gary had the first pick, and he picked Thor, Love, and Thunder, and that really was the clincher, not the clincher. <laughs> and and so Gary won. He uh, the the competition was who could draft the the most revenue on opening on the opening weekend of each film, and Gary won by a landslide. As Phil outlined with those big, big numbers, you can rewind and listen to those if you if you care to. But the 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 fact of the matter is, Gary, you are a winner. My Marvel nerds came through. Thank you guys for going to see that mediocre movie. It really <laughs> paid off so that you can come yeah. here today and hear about a better movie. Marvel Mar nerds and just about everybody else. Yeah. yeah, well, Gary, here, I, I'm just curious on your own personal involvement in these. Obviously, I, I have to assume that you saw Thor Love and Thunder. Yes, I did. Right. You are nodding. OK, so but the real question remains here on your on your complimentary team. There is no team, no super team that does not exist without a teammates and, and a following ensemble. Did you watch as part of your four movies here? You watched Thor Love and Thunder. Did you watch number two, DC Super Pets? Did you help boost your own numbers here? I got to tell you, man, I had a thing. You skipped it. The, you that skipped run of the it. movie, I was very busy. <laughs> I had no time to go see another Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson thing. Honestly, no, I only, did not. The, only the opening weekend would have counted towards your score anyway. So you'd Yes, have to you're right. I was busy very for sure. Yeah, he was busy that weekend. All right, number three. Did you get a chance on opening weekend to watch Pause of Fury? <laughs> oh my Your god did I, take, I took two you animated took, movies you took two you said it was the summer of bold. animation bold dude that um i would have rather have seen that but i also did not see pause of fury with michael sarah and whoever else was in that yeah no uh, samuel jackson how dare you forget Sam the, jackson, the, the, that's the right. movable cast all right last one which i if i had to bet my money on i do bet that you actually did watch this yeah did you watch bodies 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 a 24s a scary flick. I took my mom to it. I should have known there better. I, my mom, her taste is so different than mine. And sometimes I drag her to movies because I know that she's going to be like, why the f did you take me to this movie? 10 minutes in. Uh, I did see it. I enjoyed it. Mom, not so much. I don't think she really gets like what, what's, what's the hype around Pete Davidson. I mean, to be fair though, I feel like that's, that's me too. That's I general. Don't, I, he's all yeah. right. 
But whenever I see him in a commercial for Smart Water, it absolutely confuses <laughs> me. When I see him in a commercial for Taco Bell, that marriage works. I understand yes. that that sponsorship, that connection. Oh, yeah. All right. The point being is that upon his victory, I reached out to Gary and I said, Gary, you won. As you know, as I hope any of our returning audience members found out, and remember, your victory comes with a reward. And that reward is getting to choose whatever you want to talk about for this episode. And you knew, I didn't even need to give you a day to think about it. Immediately, without any hesitation, he said, we're going to Netflix. Okay, sounds good. Me and David nodded in agreement. Okay, we like where this is going. And we are going to watch, ooh, okay, they came out with some very good original stuff recently. What do you want us to watch? This little Bollywood movie. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? It's called RRR, the three letters back to back to back. Yeah. It's called RRR. Have you ever Funny seen Funny joke, it? Gary. Funny joke. I gave you all some homework, some true homework, three hours of it. Three hours of a Bollywood film that I'm neither myself Just so nor we don't David have ever seen. Yeah, please. It's uh, Tollywood, not uh, Bollywood. I just oh, learned I, this too. What, not to offend any of our uh, Indian uh, listeners. No, it's um, it's just a different language that's spoken in India, I guess. So there's Tollywood movies and there's Bollywood movies, and they're predominantly like one language or another. Okay. But I mean, it's part of the massive Indian film industry that pumps out movies like no one else. So, And in a style all its own. So yes. we watched this film. We are going to review it per Gary's wishes. Gary, I guess we'll start with you. Uh, let's just even start at first. How did you stumble upon this movie as me and David had never seen it? And what what were your uh, thoughts going into it? Did it did it exceed? Did it did it fulfill? I like to keep up with reading like IndieWire and all the magazines that talk about, hey, here are the best movies you probably never heard of. Or here are some cool movies that came out that, you know, you probably didn't have an opportunity to see. RRR was on there and I saw that it was an action musical epic. And I was like, okay, what the hell is this all about? And it happened to be conveniently on Netflix, which all of you listening, I know you have access to it. Go check it out. But that's how I heard about it. I, I read about it in IndieWire or something. I did not know what to expect going in. And I was taken on a three-hour cinematic roller coaster of emotions, the likes of which I have never seen before. So blew me away, man. It was insane. The movie for as a as a little synopsis before we get into I I, I guess spoiler territory here. Spoilers, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a tale of two legendary revolutionaries and their journey far away from home. After their journey, they return home to start fighting back against British colonialists in the 1920s. Okay. Came out in March 24th, 2022. Beyond this, there is no guarantee. We will go anywhere and everywhere as this film takes us anywhere and everywhere, and there could be spoilers. So if you, for some reason, haven't seen... Well, no, I guess. If you haven't seen this film, let's start there. And for some reason, you cannot stand to have us spoil it for you before going on. Stop right now and go watch it. See us in about four hours, and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Okay. Gary, I have so many thoughts on this film. Uh, how, uh, how, first of all, what, what impressed you the most off of, off of its initial viewing? What, what did you walk away with? What were some first thoughts? Big picture stuff. In my brain, there are movies and there are capital M movies. This is a 
movie that knows it's a movie. Every single shot, every single moment in the film is stuffed with as much emotion and eye candy as possible. It's firing on all cylinders in every conceivable aspect. It tries to make every single thing it shows you a 10 out of 10. When I think of this movie, I think of the word emotion. It's just, it's trying to make you feel every movement, every shot, every song, every bullet. Um, it's just, it hits you like a freaking brick. And I, it's very proud of what it is. Um, so that's why I love this movie so much. Um, it's, it's insane, <laughs> truly insane. But there's, there's so much uh, good stuff in there. And if you don't like one part of it, you know, there's something else for you. You know, there's John Wick level action. There's musical numbers. There's, it's all there. There's, there's man candy. Well, okay. So let's, let's pick this apart. David, maybe you'll yeah. talk about this. Cause David, you've, you've seen a fair amount of Marvel movies as have I. And so we're, we kind of become desensitized to all these action parts. David, I thought that the action was, if not the best thing about the movie, at least top three, it was, it was actually quite good. The action scenes in this film, the both the, in terms of choreography, conception, and just just complete out of this world idea. Just for me to not know where the action was going at times, I knew I knew what the ultimate end result would be that that people would live, but I wouldn't know how they get there when we see a horse and a motorcycle staring each other down, doing a a, <laughs> a, a chicken run towards each other. David, did you did you enjoy the fight choreography, the action sequences? Uh oh. Oh, there's a long pause. No. 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 Here we go. What? The biggest oh. reveal of the entire of the entire <laughs> podcast. I'm did you not enjoy anything about this movie? Is that where we're to, what we're to assume? No. Oh, wow. Wow. you're hurting me, man. I'm just gonna sign off, man. This is hurtful. So we have an entire episode. I will not. Damn. Are you? Am I? Am I? Am I starting now? Am I going? Go. I guess yes. The yeah, floor. I, is I will yours. not be coaxed. I will not be coaxed into pretending that because this is a genre or uh, not a, even a genre necessarily, but this is a a, an art form that I'm not familiar with, that I should then treat it as though it is somehow better than what it truly came to me as and that was a just a pile of oh okay Ouch. starting yeah. off at right right at the beginning Please. how many friggin title sequences do we need from from <laughs> sponsors and and that production did take companies and that did take and, a while yeah yeah how many beginnings does the movie need to have why does it never stop being intense? Find levels. Find <laughs> levels for the love of me, please. Find levels. Hey, it, there like, was a calm scene, scene where they ate dinner, David. They ate in there. Every that was... single scene is like, <laughs> oh my God, the world is like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. So I think it's... you and I are saying the same things, and, and but we either liked it or hated it <laughs> because well, you're like, I'm every like, scene. I'm like, and I'm like, every scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, it's like, how am I supposed to react to this like crazy intensity and and when when that's happening in in almost every single scene throughout the entire movie? Can I? Can I? Do they really me... have to? Do they really? Ha okay. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll pause. I'll pause. Go for it, Phil. Can I? I where I think the difference is between the two opinions. Yes, they are both saying the same thing with different con with different reactions to it. I feel like the movie is like snorting coke where the, pe <laughs> the people who don't want to do drugs and hate that lack of control in oneself 
will not enjoy any any lack and and loss of of self that somebody doing coke will just be off the walls banging and enjoying the thrill ride that it is it never stops being in the word i would think of when i first came away watching this was epic not not in all the best of ways that that word could mean not like oh that was epic no 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 no. i'm talking gone with the wind like levels of epic i'm talking ben her levels of epic where there are just grandiose events happening that all have just just so much gravitas so much so much going on with every action sequence that it never stops which again is exactly what gary's saying but to 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 david's point it is nonstop to where I'm I'm constantly on this speed high that I can never get down that by the end I, I am just exhausted. I, I had like the night sweats after watching this film, but by how tightly it gripped me and, and forced me to care about this man who crashes a truck and jumps out alongside Avenger yes. style with, with a tiger with elk. With 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 I I want to say like a rhino, uh, got some an wolves, elephant, some leopards in the there, wolves. tigers and and deer. I mean an action <laughs> sequence where yeah. where you're jumping out Avenger style with these animals, and to top it off, you're not even allied with these animals because they're animals. They might even attack you. It was tr- It was just a lot. Holy hell, David, back to you. Tag out. I I found the action to be a little ridiculous personally because I you know I don't mind you know, superhero levels of action, but I can't handle when main characters or protagonists or even antagonists just don't have a weakness, you know, like they're, they're better than their opponent at everything. And it just doesn't feel like there's any chance that they're going to lose at all at any point. And even things that are like inner things. So their love for their people or their love for a person is never is never a weakness for them it's always just a point of strength so that made it feel like there were no stakes real stakes at least throughout the movie this is what this was my biggest issue with the movie because the intensity like bothered me in the sense that like you got to find levels you got to find down points to to highlight the ups in intensity that is do they have to spell every little thing out for you plot wise like there's songs and if you have the subtitles on while the songs are playing it's like these two enemies but friends will they will this fight end in bloodshed or will they find friendship True together brotherhood yeah. you know yeah it's it's like literally spoon feeding you the dynamic between these two characters who are at odds it's it it was painful now Amazing and bold that a film will go an hour, an hour as an intense action thriller, and then all of a sudden, there is a musical dance number, which is super campy and out of nowhere. And maybe you, I'm sure you guys love that. I didn't care for it. I like the number. I like the number. But if you're going to have musical dance numbers, you got to sprinkle them in, right? You can't just have one in the middle and then one at the end. It ain't a dance till the women join a little nacho nacho, David. (laughs) <laughs> the movie lacked finesse, it lacked nuance, lacked any notion of higher intellect in term in terms of storytelling. I didn't like it. I liked the final musical number. I did too. I agree. Like after the credits? Yeah, the the credits, yeah, the one right before the the credits. Uh that I I enjoyed because I was like, "Oh, Bollywood, fun." Or Tollywood, I'm sorry, whatever it is. Can I ask David, have you ever seen a Bollywood or Tollywood uh film before? Yes. Okay, and did you and did you enjoy those? It w- one 
One, it was a comedy. I that does change years, the years ago. I the comedy wasn't necessarily, you know, in tune with me. I wasn't in tune with it. I'll say. I don't remember hating it or loving it. I think it was okay. kind of like, oh, okay, that was different. Because because one note for me as I transition back to Gary about this is that it did feel very, for all of its conception and, and, and action pieces and everything else, it did feel very on theme with with a Bollywood and Hollywood feel movie. It, it, it had all the structure of what I would expect out of a Bollywood film. When I even started to sure. watch it, I... It's almost it just as how one would change their thoughts and view of a film. I would not judge, let's say, Scream or Bodies Bodies the same as I would judge or or review uh, Mank as much as I would review um, uh, Roma. On the same token, as I would as I would review DC Super Pets or Paws of Fury. Yeah. There, there are different scopes that I go into. So once I, I had to change my scope once we had three hours uh, to, to really just dive into this. Cause I know for me, one of my biggest takeaways from this or negatives about this was I looked and when I saw that we still had a whole half of a film to go, an entire half of a film when I actually checked in to see where are we because I was starting to be like, okay, we feel like we're wrapping things up here. No, no, we had a whole other half of a damn film to go. For me, there wasn't a pacing problem. It was a length problem, an entire length problem. Good God, I was just exhausted by the end. Yeah. Gary, back well, to I you. I just want to say, I just oh, want to say yes. before we go to Gary, just because it's different, doesn't mean it's good okay gary do you feel like there's some fairness in there that it did feel akin to other bollywood tollywood styles of film where it was online with that so this is so far out of the realm of anything i've ever seen i haven't seen any maybe like one or two in college and i totally get bollywood films you haven't seen yeah, no, that's okay, that's right. Okay, like okay. no exposure really at all. And it was I was also taken out of it by the lyrics or the way that like the British people talked. Like the first line is, How was your day of hunting? Oh, it was good rather. You know, I, I just assumed that's part of the style. You know, it was weird, like they're singing, Well, will these two men fight? Who will die and who will win? And I was like, Oh, well, that's it's like part of the the culture right so that didn't bug me as much i say yeah the, the um, writing of the of lines in english was yeah right yeah shaky shaky it, like i was like that's not how british people talk <laughs> but see that didn't bother me because you know they they were i don't know what it's like to have been ruled by another country colonized i don't know how i would pr- present that right but and also imagine actually, how it comes um, from whenever foreign countries watch films for that are made in in english made in america and how do we seeing, show them? Yeah, how do we show them? Yeah. I, we wouldn't know what that feels like. When I see that, I, I kind of have to take that with a grain of salt, knowing that they probably simplify English dialogue to make it more understandable for their yeah. native audience. I'm not mad about what David is saying, because this is not a movie for everybody. It's f***ing insane. And a lot of people are going to be weirded out or turned off by a lot of the stuff that's in there. The length the actual content of it, it's actually pretty hyper-violent or there are parts that, like you said, the the villain doesn't really, it's really not about that, right? Like to me, the, the main tension line is, is between the two guys. But I do think, to your point too, Phil, at that halfway point, the first half of the movie is 
I think two five times as better as the last or more than the last half of the film. I think that yeah the uh, um w- when they crash the party with all the animals that is the the movie should have ended there the to be quite honest. Movie. Yeah, it it feels like the climax of the movie, and you know we yeah. get our story, and they finally win. But to me, the the first half of the movie is the better half, which is never a good uh, thing to have in a movie. That it's is, also yeah, yeah. There, there's a I don't I don't know if I'd call it a twist where one of the characters. Well, I don't know. He he basically changes lane, and if you if you were to go back and watch the the first half of the movie before he changes his perspective and his uh goals and everything that first half of the movie wouldn't really won't make much sense uh it didn't knowing make sense that he's viewing it wait, yeah wait, no, i didn't it understand didn't. How... i've only seen this once and it didn't I... make sense but especially if you were to rewatch it all of that would be like wait but okay watching it watching it the first time i could not believe because i also i'd imagine when when you're watching from afar you don't know who the movie stars are right so for us like whenever i see robert de niro in a leading role or i i will find it hard to believe that he's going to die early on in the film or what have you i have these assumptions so starting out this film i didn't know who really any of the stars were i didn't know where this would go i didn't i had no idea based off of what i would know from from modern cinematography and just having that pop culture knowledge about this type of movie so with that i had no idea that the main guy one of the two main guys was supposed to be a good guy because holy hell he was whacking civilians left and right to arrest to arrest one man he that was like was that scene though he was how, a horrible how, how crazy dude. was that it was crazy he took on a crowd of 500 it was crazy, but he was, I mean, he was paralyzing people, all but killing them. He was going like, like, yeah, like Zack innocent. Snyder levels of Batman on them just to arrest one guy. Holy cause, hell. Man. <laughs> and those you were see, civilians. Filthy. The exact way that you're talking right now is what I love so much about the movie. Cause you're just like pulling your hair out. Like what the fuck? Right? Like every time I see a, a good action movie, there's like two to three of those instances where I get out of the movie and I'm like, dude, remember when John Wick sliced four guys heads off and then jumped off the motorcycle? This movie has like 20 of those dude. Remember when that, like it, it's, it's insane, but um, I, I couldn't right, so believe what I, what I hold on yeah. a second. I think the point is that, that it didn't make it, it made it hard when he becomes a good guy later to be like, wait, but, but hold on a second. This guy like, did horrible things to civilians, and now it's like, oh, but he he's, tortured he's a guy. A it's all. It's but, not you know, like it's he's like, a gray hero where he's like, you know, like like many characters from Game of Thrones, like Jamie Lannister was like, yeah, he's a sure. horrible guy, but he also has redeeming qualities. No, they they want you to go from hating him to being like, oh no, this is this is like like Iron Man, greatest person of our generation, hero. No, that's true, oh, and good. and yeah. once um. Once Beam finds out about Rom, he just forgives him immediately after whipping yeah. him publicly, like and and almost killing him. Right, so it it is quick. It's like, oh, he has a mission. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't know you had course. a mission. Oh, my bad. I wouldn't have been mad at you if I would have known you had a mission. Yeah, that I actually I, I watched it again last night and I did bump on that. Where was yeah. the mission in the first half of the movie? I didn't see any yeah. of that mission. It I'm gonna that's it's tricky. It's like. See, these are the things that, you know, we got roasted for, like, in screenwriting school, right? Like, you can't give us a character's complete backstory two hours in, right? Like, it's definitely taking a chance there. It's yeah. it's all over the place. To Gary's point, the two positives that I'm getting from, from or at least two t- major takeaways from you. For Gary's point, I would agree 
for myself, obviously David probably not. I I can give it this even regardless of the story because I can I can isolate. I would say that there are highly identifiable action pieces, kind of like almost like Bullet Train, where I will remember things that happened on it because it utilized its set, it utilized its story, knowing that specifically in Bullet Train that there are action pieces that can and only will ever happen in Bullet Train because it's isolated to that train. And going forward, I will I will remember it. I will be like, oh yeah, if I'm thinking of action pieces on a on a train set, I'm thinking of Bullet Train. In this film. I will remember looking back, actually, I will remember <laughs> the Jungle Book fight scene. I will remember I will remember him hunting that tiger and having to be swiped. I will remember even the torture where he's getting whipped and, and stuff and singing along while doing it. It was it was odd. There are a lot of staying power, I would say, where it stains your mind where I will remember those visuals. There's a lot of good visuality, cinematography there at least. But to David's point. That vicious tempo, that while it keeps up a certain action tempo, it's like nonstop, just give me the good stuff, shoot me up. Even though it has a lot of that, it really doesn't have any time and it doesn't give a damn about your character development. Like the the the, the bromance, which I think is arguably at the center of the entire film. All-time movie bromance, let me just say. Um, you've got Rocky and Apollo, you've got Beam I'll and give Ron, it that. Right? I'll right give there. it that. <laughs> it's unapologetically bromance. It's romantic. It's a romantic bromance. Like there's real like. Oh, it's a little homoerotic. If this was man. a western movie. I'd assume that there was something else going on. Philip, yeah. when's the last time you squatted with David on your shoulders and, and gave him a little kiss? And gave him a little. I never. I never did that. But the fact that they took that they kicked ass and that they also had a that they took out somebody's tires, like that is that is just next level. Way to go. But. They really, they really just, just push that on you. They're like, okay, after one fight, they are, boom, friends for life. You want to talk about that romance between, between the, the water, uh, the guy who symbolized water and his love interest? Boom, that happens fast. They just had a, had a romance, even though they never really ever, ever, ever got over that language barrier. Even whenever they kind of did, it was still confusing to each other. So I, I, it was I wanted to ask you that, like... You know, do we think that that she finally got some like maybe after the movie in the sequel? Maybe in the maybe. sequel, maybe. OK, I want to no, talk about. Wait, the... wait, hold on. Hold on. Very important question. Very important question. I'll get back to you, David. Is the sequel RRR2 or is the sequel RRRR? Or is it or is it RSS? SSS. <laughs> okay, back to you, David. Back to you as we close the this action. I, I, I'm not comfortable with you relating the action to Bullet Train because there are movies that have really well choreographed action sequences. You didn't think that this was conceptually scenes? like like conception no, of because no. I think this was along the I lines. Think it's still of, remember when we reviewed Phil? You and I reviewed Six Underground, a yes. Michael Bay film. That's what I would relate it to: just <laughs> over the top, over CGI'd action sequences, which has its place in certain types of movies and this was one of those types of movies but i i wouldn't call it like well choreographed it was very well, cgi and very over the top and different well, hold on let me let me go back and forth with train, you on this for example okay so so i would agree it's not it's not top level i just said that it's identifiable with with bullet train and that it, i it will stain the mind where i can do that but would you say i think for me i now find that any any fight choreography any fight sequence I pretty much let put the median of that to where if it's better than this, it's good. If it's worse than this, it must be bad. I put it as above any like Marvel fight sequence this side of of Shang Chi. 
did you not think it was better than like an average Marvel fight sequence? I thought it was. No, no, I didn't because because oh, wow. most of it didn't make any sense. Like there were things that were happening that like that the characters would have had to have pre-planned it for that to for that to work. It was like they were of one mind, which it just it didn't make any sense to me. And at least some for the most part Marvel films on average at least are grounded in at least storytelling sense, not necessarily real world sense, but storytelling sense. So no, there, there was like a moment where one guy like rips a branch off a tree that's on fire and the other guy's not even looking, but he catches it and uses it to whack a British soldier. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense because how did he know it was going to happen? Because they're because of literally everything is happening in the moment. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Unless they have mind <laughs> melding <Bro> powers. <laughs> All right, back to you, Gary. You wanted to get in with with one of your last points here. Well, I was just going to say, I think it splits the difference because you see on, on the one side of the spectrum, you've got like John Wick, right? And they're, they're right. it's like ballet. Like they're, they're dancing. It's Gun Fu. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got like DC, which is like we're watching a video game. And I think that this, I found the action easy to track and it was ridiculous, but I thought that it, it was easy to track, but they used a lot of digital they they I usually hate the slow mo. It was a little copious here too, but it's very Michael Bay. It's very Michael Bay to me. It's I, I it's got all of that though to me, right? You've got the Michael Bay, you got the explosions and the what the fuck? He just threw a motorcycle with a grenade, and then you've also got the you know jumping off of each other, all the John Wicky type stuff. Um, and there so for me, the, the action of, was yeah. There were moments of hand to hand combat that I was like. Oh, okay. That you know, like that was that was. All I would right, say that that know? those are its strongest moments that I'm, got, I'm actually looking to. As soon as it got to. lifting motorcycles and throwing them across the thing, and the other guys like catching it, and <laughs> let me say to the listeners, you got to suspend there. that disbelief, like from your soul, when you watch this yeah. movie. <laughs> like, if you're going in thinking like, oh, because it's it's in colonial India, like this is maybe slight historical fiction, but you know, it's kind of true. No, I mean, these guys are fucking superheroes. They got like Captain America powers. Like they really do. Yes, they really do. There are moments of of disbelief where, and and I think it's weird for like Americans, right? Because that's, it's not a thing that, well, because recently, as of recently, because like we, we really we used to do that with all of our old. It, it was like, what, what, what would that be? Anything pre Jason Bourne, like, maybe, like, but even well, him and Spider Man three, really, and prior, where where we have come so far with our cinema, where there is a realism with Dark Knight and forward, where we have where we want that vulnerability, where we don't want an invincible. And all, no, yeah, all this is it's very it's very eighties, right? Like mm-hmm. just these larger than life ripped men who can do anything, yeah, and 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 it doesn't uh, bug us, yeah. That it, it, it's very it to a different level though, like a yeah. whole different level than anything like the eighties. And I really, I, I again, my biggest my biggest complaint about this entire thing beyond the I can I can get into the 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 hokiness of it, the cheesiness of it, all that I can get into. The length of the film is just undescribably bad. Like you, you, you cannot yeah. have, you cannot afford unless this is a TV show. Show 
I do not need a flashback of what happened not even an hour ago. We're talking like 20 minutes ago. We were doing preemptive like flashbacks where, okay, we're alluding to something. And then, and then they had the audacity to do a flashback after we then saw the long ass uh, 40 minute sequence of what happened. And then not even 20 minutes later, have a flashback, have a flashback montage of what exactly happened. I said, we do not have time for this. It is too damn long. Get out of, on with the story. Good God. That is, that was my Let me biggest ask you something. complaint. Do you, do you just not like long movies in general? Or for example, no, so Lord of the Rings is, love, is my favorite. Like, do you like Lord I of the love, Rings? No, I'm fine. Yeah, I, Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. I, gotta I, earn I enjoyed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Titanic's my favorite film. That's a long one. I a long length of film is not my problem. That is your favorite movie. That's right. That is. So so length yeah. is <laughs> length is not my problem. The problem, <laughs> the problem is not using it. How you uh, use it is how you <laughs> use it. And then also mismanaging it even beyond. It's one thing if it's just unbearably long, but it was all filled with original content. When you start to get in <laughs> when you start to get into inappropriate flashbacks of what happened not even 20 minutes ago. I have an, an uh, just an awful time getting beyond that, David. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a great point that helps me meander into what the biggest drawback for me. And I already kind of mentioned it, or I already mentioned it with the songs. You know how they kind of literally spoon feed you the plot. I can't stand that. But there was also a lot of it throughout the the dialogue and just the scenes in general, the, the plot in general. They just got to lay it out real, like lay it on real thick. What's happening. One example, there is a scene. If, if you've seen the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, but you don't care about spoilers, then this, okay. There's a scene where the bad guys are looking for the good guys and they're hiding in this like temple or house or something. Yes. And they're searching and they're hiding in the back. And one woman comes out to try to get the British soldiers, the bad guys to leave she says, oh, please help us. People in there have smallpox. And and the, the British guys are like, <laughs> let's oh, get out. <laughs> smallpox? Let's get out of here. We don't want any of that stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. That seems like a normal thing, a normal scene in a movie. I've seen that before. No problem with that. Then they had to include a scene, which as short as it may have been, or a, a little exchange of dialogue, as short as it may have been, also contributed to the runtime unnecessarily, where... The main guy comes out from the back and is, says to the girl, like, hey, you you said that uh, there were smallpox. Hey, who here has smallpox? I'm curious. And she's like, oh, no. I oh, just come on. There are three lines. I just said that so the British soldiers would leave because no one has smallpox. Clever, right? And I'm like, I we got that already. That was so <laughs> unbelievably clear to the audience. You did not have to spell it out. This I hate another... when, they, when a movie assumes I'm so stupid. And look, I'll say Western movies are somewhat guilty of this sometimes as well, but not to this extent, man. Oh, it was horrible. That, and, and the whole movie is doing that in the way that they talk. And that to me is in line with what I said earlier in the movie. They are showing everything, like yeah. the zooms, the productions. To me, the way that they talk is also part of that deal, right? Where it's like, it's so, it's very obvious. It's very, it's like classical and almost soapy, right? Like they- it's like the a they say it a Greek tragedy, like like yeah. really ancient ancient theater where it's, where yeah. things were like spelled out for the audience. You've got mumblecore, and then you've got 
RRR, way over here. <laughs> no subtlety, <laughs> no subtlety whatsoever. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll say this as a, as a disclaimer because we're, I'm being very harsh on the movie. Uh, justifiably or not, doesn't matter. The songs, for example, like I, I relate it to Greek theater, which where you might have had a narrator who comes along and and does the same kind of thing where he, where he'll narrate what's happening and it's maybe necessary or not, but at least that generally is done in a very poetic way. Uh, the songs in this movie that really lay out the plot for you, I was only reading subtitles, and so in its in the original language, it may very well have been more poetic and more. There may have been more nuance there. And so full disclaimer, I do not understand the original language. Uh, I believe it's in Hindi. That's what Netflix told me, at least. Right, right. Right. Uh, and so so I'll, I'll say that it irritated the crap out of me watching it. But maybe, maybe not necessarily, but maybe in its original language, it's less, you know, spoon fed. OK, so overall, I think we've we've said our entire piece <laughs> on it. Uh, I I. I would you, would you one, and let's go around the table here. Would you recommend somebody else to watch it? We already know Gary obviously would. He recommended us to watch this. But but David, we'll start <laughs> with you. Would word. you recommend somebody I else mean, to watch it? And what like would it you rate without it? Saying, it goes Zero without out of saying 10. no, I would not no. recommend this to anybody. Anybody, at least not anybody I know who, you know, because I don't really know anyone who watches Bollywood or Tollywood films. So no, uh, rating, I'd give it. I'd give it either half a star or one star, which for me is I half a star is like just outright bad. And wow. one star, I believe I consider in generally like just has very few merits. Wow. Out of Are we doing out of five? Out of five. Yeah. Out of five. Let Gary? me make a case real quick. Let me just say if, if you haven't seen it and you're like coming out of this conversation, like, should I watch this thing? I say yes, because it's good to watch things that are different. Like David said, just because they're different doesn't sure. mean that they're good. Yeah. But this movie made me want to go watch more international films. And I've been watching some weird, weird shit since then. A lot of it I'm like, Ugh, but some of it I'm like, wow, I'm happy that I watched that, right? And if you are leaning towards you like action or if you're someone like my mom who doesn't like action, but she likes she likes the big emotions and the songs and all of that, I think that you know you can introduce it to some people. And for my stoners and for my drunks out there, this movie completes the holy trinity for me, which is you can enjoy it sober. You can enjoy it drunk and you can enjoy it high and you will have three different but compelling experiences. So for me, for what this movie is, for what it's trying to do, I think it accomplishes it. And I would give it a four and a half out of five. Uh, well, using my role as probably the mediator in this, as I am probably most in the middle between the two extremes that you both represent, I, I would recommend it. But of course, as with anything, I usually do my recommendations to whomever I think would enjoy this. Had I been a fresh, I don't know that I would have. I wouldn't have recommended this to David. I probably would have recommended it to Gary. So, so there we go. I will. I would yeah. recommend it. You got to know your audience, folks. Got to know the audience. I wouldn't show my grandma this movie, and she oh, loves movies. God, Virginia. Virginia would not love this movie at all. She I, I love Gary's grandmother. All right. I mean, you give it to her in a foreign language, she's already like, I'm out. That, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> give her the give her throwing the leopard. She's done, dude. She's like, ah, I don't want to see that. I would actually. I'm gonna go right down the middle. Two and a half stars out of here. I don't know if you actually agree with this, David. We never actually discussed this, but very quickly, I thought that the main person who uh, is the turncoat 
uh, with the the majestic mustache. My lord! Oh, Rom, dude, his yeah. his facial hair game is facial hair game is strong, and I thought his acting was yes. actually quite good. I, I yeah, actually, I, I would honestly, say, from both of them, I would yeah. say both of them that had some really nice moments. And I, so, I wish I spoke the the, their, the the language, or at least I understood the language to appreciate it more, because there were actually a couple moments that were that were very, the right the writing did not service these. No, 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 well, no, no, I don't no, think. No. But but yeah, there were a couple moments, few and far between, that where they really showed some. some talk about some true triple stuff. threats too, right? The yeah, dancing, dancing, yeah, dancing and the singing, singing. Great. I don't know if they were doing their own singing, but. It was yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. Right. I, I, it irritated the crap out of me that the singing didn't sync up very well, or at least the words did were didn't match what they were. The, it was like the whole movie was ADR. Oh, yeah. The whole. Yeah, oh yeah. Too. Definitely. It most certainly was. It was all ADR. Yeah. But it almost looked they were saying different words than than the song yeah. was actually. Yeah. That bothered me. Yes, I uh, I think that there is probably something lost in translation there, very possibly. So okay, there we go. A film. We are reviewed. Gary, again, congratulations on your victory lap. You got you got the most out of both of us. That is three hours <laughs> of my really life. really did, dude. I'm yeah. so sorry. David, I appreciate you uh, being game for the homework oh, I gave yeah. you. Now, now I know a little bit more about review. you. Yeah. If I have now I know you more, so I have I can pick for you better. I now. love international cinema. I do. I do. I just uh Are yeah. you gonna be going to the theater with me to see SSS? Once it comes out, <laughs> where's it from and what is it? No, I'm just, it's, it's, it's the RRR the sequel. sequel. SSS. Oh, SSS. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Why not? Why not? Sure. We'll All get, right. we'll get as slammed and see As it. long as it's two hours long and not three. Yeah. No, they're going to I'd even it. take two and a half. Just cut out the damn flashbacks. Oh, on, on the rest <laughs> of the show. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Well, we are doing Mad Libs this week as our mini segment, and we have Gary staying on as a guest. Because why the frick not? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so I have a story prepared, and you guys will take it. Well, maybe you can work... As a yeah, team. but we're going to tandem, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to do that bromance, bro chemistry to, to make a good story. That's Five right. words or things that I need from you guys to complete the story, as I'm sure you all know what Mad Libs are. Let's do it. So first, I'm going to need a verb. Gary, why don't you do this? I feel like you're you're going to think of a nice spicy verb to get us started on the right foot. Oh, a nice spicy verb. Mm. Um, Let's say jackhammering. Next, I would like... An activity that one does for the first time in life, like a like a milestone activity, like a, like or a milestone, <laughs> a milestone, okay, event, or like, you know what? I, yeah. What about retiring? Sure, I'm going to put retirement. Sounds good. I would like a noun, please. <laughs> Gary, how about Cholula? <laughs> okay. 
Always got it handy for hey, my podcast. Philip asked for spicy, right? We did ask for spicy. There's nothing spicier than that Cholula woman, let me tell you. Oh, man. Gary, have you ever tried the sweet habanero? Yes. It's the greatest yes, thing in the world. Dude, yes. I did not know that there were Cholula variations until yeah. Costco started carrying them. Hell yes, dude. The it's sweet so habanero is yeah. it's so good. So good. I would like a plural noun. Would zombies work? It, it would work. Okay, then let's make it work. What about zombie strippers? Oh, zo- right. we do want we want zombie strippers. Put it's zombie strippers, strippers in there. They are zombie strippers. They got to go to college too. Fun fact: I uh, I co-created a cocktail called the Undead Porn Star. Nice. All right, nice. next for you guys from you guys, I would like a generic location. So I'm not looking for like Spain or philip's house or whatever i'm looking for a generic location like a you know something that every city might have every town or every whatever uh, gary would you would you be all right with chuck e cheese oh hell yeah let's go with chuck e cheese not very generic because uh, many dreams have been broken there but yeah i i do like it the ball pit of despair exactly just so, uh, just for uh, clarity, I like to create these stories as though they were very clearly about something specific and then just take words out and, yeah. Here we go. It's a short one. Time to jackhammer, my dad called from downstairs. You don't want to miss your first day of retirement. I grabbed my Cholula and raced downstairs. <laughs> I was so excited and so nervous, I could feel the zombie strippers in my stomach. <laughs> my dad drove me to the Chuck E. Cheese and waved as I left him behind. Oh, first day jackhammering at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Celebrating retirement. <laughs> That's what I want to do. And not without your Cholula. We are joined still by Gareth as he is uh, taking his victory triumphant uh, parade or parade, depending on how you'd like to pronounce it, uh, with us on throughout the entirety of the podcast. So, Gary, since you are my guest by all technicality and all right, that means that before we start our game, I get to ask you one question while David gets to ask you two, as we just want to get to know you a little bit better. David, what is your question, your first one for Gary? Gary, what? If anything could, would it take for you to cut your hair tomorrow? You have very long, luscious locks. Dude, that's a question I wrestle with every day in the shower when I'm like, I got to wash this freaking mop again. Amount of money, anything north of five grand. No, no, it's got to be more than that. Gary, I offer you one grand. You're not saying no. Would you would you actually give me a, a grand to cut my hair like today? No, <laughs> no but oh, is this happening? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I'm saying you I, know what? A gra- who's gonna I, you ever could, the you, opportunist, Gary? You give me. I'm I'm just speaking for myself. I realize I don't have the the luscious mane that you do. I and I I understand that. Anybody who has not seen Gareth Boucher, go uh, go right now and find him on all the socials. But. Uh, he has he has like very long like almost like basset hound levels ears of 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 length of hair. So I get I that mean, it's a lot more than I can. I was I can thinking, 
I was thinking like Julia Roberts. Your hair oh, is very sure. Julia Roberts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, prime take Julia me out Roberts. to dinner first. Wow. <laughs> but I'm you trying give, to make you, it happen, Gary. You give me a you give me like three hundred dollars, and I'm I'm willing to to go three hundred. No, dude, this is years of turmoil and wearing hats because it looked bad. I would say five grand or uh, an all expenses hiking trip to New Zealand, which breaks my heart. Because the reason I started growing my hair was because I had a trip planned for New Zealand and I really wanted pictures of me with the wind blowing my hair in the mountains. But I'd still like to go. So if, if you were going to do that, I would do it. Or maybe, you maybe know, you can, like maybe a, you can shave it or ch- chop it off after you take the, the flowing pictures. Oh, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, that's yeah. a perfect deal. So five that grand. That could be your counter offer to whoever is offering you five grand for your hair. <laughs> that can be your counter offer. That's take, what I would spend the five grand on. Take picture of me first, and then yeah, on the top of the mountain, yeah, get right. rid of it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or you can use part of that five grand to buy a wig. <laughs> next, <laughs> next, which serious but true historical event would you want to see with a big budget on the big screen? But it has to include a Bollywood style dance number in it. We could be talking okay. the Civil War. We could be talking uh, something that had so something that has been done. Uh, we can be doing something that has not been done, like the oh, like uh, I don't know, like the GameStop crisis here. That just I don't. Happened. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if this has been done, but Henry VIII and his wives. Because imagine a Bollywood number with like seven headless women with like the heads singing and the bodies. I just think that there's a lot of potential of what you could do with the severed heads. And the bodies and Henry in the musical number. Oh yeah, you just you just opened up the whole Pandora's box, taking off those it's heads. Definitely soap opera y enough that. Well, Gary, yeah. I have I have a I have a a, a great uh, reassurance for you. There is okay. a current musical that opened recently on Broadway. I think it's like the past three years. It's called Nine, and it does talk about all of the Hen- King Henry's nine. What? Wives. Yeah, six. What? Oh, is he had six wives six? Oh, six. so maybe it's six but oh yeah I'm okay so of, i swear to god is, i didn't know about that yeah, so this is a good idea yes six yeah. do they have the do they carry on their heads and they sing and then they kind of I, th- I know that they carry around baskets i'm not sure if there are heads involved in those baskets, baskets open to like yeah. ah. all yeah. right david your last question here for gary my last question Gary, in a post-apocalyptic world where a new generation of children are growing up in the post-judgment day society, what single movie would you show these kids to show them the world before? So this movie, this is half for the kids and half for me. Maybe a surprising pick. You think of your cinematic epics and whatever. No. Joe Dirt. pick. (laughs) Tommy Boy. I pick School of Rock. With Jack ah, Black, showing amen. the kids what a school was like, what good teachers were like. Also, rock music, my favorite type of music. We're going to keep it alive in the apocalypse. He's got all the classics playing in that movie. It's a happy, optimistic movie, right? So, and these kids need that. So when the meteors are falling and you're looking at your DVD collection, you can only grab one DVD. You're like, in the future, I'm going to show this to everybody. For the purpose of showing the, yeah, the kids. You're going to yes. grab... School of Rock, cool. I'm I'm hovering over Star Wars, <laughs> and I'm going to get School of Rock. Okay. Kids, yeah. Do you want to see uh, what a real leading man looked like? I present to you, Jackie Jack- the Blackest. Jackie the Blackest. <laughs> do you ever uh, do you ever watch Reign of Fire with Christian Bale? Yes. Mm, the dragons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that like, there's a scene where they perform a 
a some version of like in in theatrical form some version of of empire strikes back yeah oh yeah oh for, for children okay. it's a surprisingly <laughs> yeah. good film all right it is uh, actually yeah david Gary is my my uh, my guest, and so that means it is your game. Let's my let's game. discuss with the people. All with right. Well, RRR was our main topic. We to discuss that movie at great length and in great in great <laughs> volume. Uh, so I thought uh, three letters. Let's look at groups of three. So the game is the game master presents two things out of a group of three, and you guys will have to buzz in or just. Shout out as soon as quickly as possible. Are we doing buzzing? What do you want to do, Phil? Oh uh, yeah, let's do buzzing. Let's buzz with the third thing. So what I actually kind of want to do is maybe list one of the three, and then uh, someone you guys can buzz in if you want, and then list the second of the three, and then you guys have to one of you has to buzz in and 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 name the third if you can. Okay. Okay. So, Gary, you understand the game? Yeah, pretty, yeah, you're giving us either one or two things, and we're no. guessing the, the third thing. Yeah, the third thing yeah. in the group. Yeah, it will so be if a, you, a group if of you three. So if you guess two and three off of uh, just the first one, do you get two points? Should we do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. That sounds Killer. fun. That sounds How fun. do I buzz? Okay. Do I go... No, get, name, just say your name. Name's okay. your name is your buzzer. <laughs> Got you. Okay, not Gary, to would, not you face, to. Yeah. would you rather face me or uh, Filippo? You well, you know what? You and I had such differing opinions on the movie. Let's let's duke it out. Let's let's go me and you. Okay. Will oh, they good. become friends or will they become my <laughs> enemies? Enemies. All right. So I'm not entirely sure if my game will fully function the way that David has envisioned his, but we will try it. We will certainly try it. So I'm going to be giving you both right. a list. Your name is your buzzer. Gentlemen, yes, David, uh, you do have a skipping stone based off of your victory last week. So if you want to skip, do not use your name. You just say skip, 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 and we will skip going to another one. I do have six of these prepared as well as a tiebreaker. If you guess... That means that your guess is over, so there could be a possibility here where no points are awarded at a round. Here we go. First one. Luke. Gary. Gary. Gary's going. Uh, Leia and Han. That is true. The category oh. was original Star Wars trio. Gary is on the board for the first two points of the game. David, you have a hill to climb. Here we go. The second one. Elizabeth Swan. Gary. David. You. I heard Gary first. <laughs> uh, Jack Sparrow and Will Turner. He is on the board for four points. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I, I was going Elizabeth! for the. I was going for the original <laughs> pirate trio. <laughs> All that without a drop of rum. Why is the rum gone? I love those movies, man. Okay, here we go. This next one is going to be the start. I, I put these progressively more 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 hard as we go along. So so this next one's going to be a bit bit harder. That's what she said. Thank you. <laughs> Thanos. Uh, Gary. Oh, Gary's buzzing in. Here we go. Gamora and Nebula. That is incorrect, David. Oh. David, do you want to guess now for the two, or do you want to hear the second name? I would like to hear the second. Loki. So, one more time, it is Thanos um, and Loki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, this is a lot harder. 
escalated quickly. It did. Gary, do you, I'm curious. Don't say it. But do you know the answer based off of the second name now? Do you have a guess? Uh, at least? I, you have a I, new guess? I would have a guess. Okay. But I don't. I'm not confident not with confident. it. Not confident. David, we are getting to the time. I'm going to need a guess yeah. here. Uh, Five. I, I'm just going to guess that maybe this is a group of three Thor villains. Make any sense? Five. Gosh four, darn it. Okay, uh, Ultron. The category was original three Avengers villains, and it is Ultron. Oh! Hey! There we go. So David gets a point. Gary leads four to David's one. David will eventually, without using his skipping stone at some point, or perhaps using it, will need to get two points somewhere in these last yeah. two questions. Yeah. Here's the next one. Snow White. David. David. Gonna go for it. You need to get the next two. Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. Incorrect. Damn it. Oh. Gary, do you want to guess? Or do you want uh, the next one? Give me number two. Cinderella. Am I allowed to? Can you tell me what David said? I, I no, I am not at liberty. <laughs> not at liberty to say. Okay, so we got Snow White, Cinderella. I think he said Sleeping Beauty. Snow White, Cinderella. Who the hell am I missing from back then? Um, I'll give you a hint. It's not Pinocchio. <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> Snow White, Cinderella. Uh, gee, I don't. Uh, it's Jasmine. I don't know it. Jasmine. Jasmine is incorrect. the no. The category yeah, I mean, was original Disney princesses, and it is Cinderella, Snow White, and Aurora. David, her name's not oh, Sleeping Beauty. Her come on, her name is. I Aurora. know what her name was. Oh, dude, that's like dude. calling the Frankenstein monster Sneaky. Frankenstein. It's actually Frankenstein's monster. There we go. Oh, All right, gentlemen, David, you cannot win, but. We will go to the last one. My streak and see if is can broken. I'm on. I was is. on like a four game oh, winning. Man. Gary, I I might just kiss you for accomplishing what you did. Hey, All this right. is the Bromance podcast. David, you still have a skipping stone. Should you want to? Yeah. First one, Shrek. Oh, Gary. Gary. Donkey and Fiona. He is correct. I thought they got progressively harder. Uh-huh. This is some BS. I was expecting a skip somewhere in there. I'm I'm sorry. I I don't know what to tell you, but Gary has a a high score of six points to David's one. Let's go to what I like that bold. We won't go to the to the to the tiebreaker, but we will go to the sixth question just for fun here, guys. The first one, Alvin. Oh no way! Uh, Chipmunks. It is. Do you happen to know the other two chipmunks' names? No. <laughs> it is Alex and Albert. Alvin, Alex, and Albert. That would be funny, but no. It is Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Okay. Somewhere in the dark recesses of your mind. I'm sure you knew that. All right. Would not. Cool. Gary, you, you win yet again on a on an episode based entirely around ah. victory. I'm hoping that that was the last victory you get. As I need a victory, Gary. I need it. David, your game. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna sweep this podcast, and that it will be. Here we mine. go. Sweeping Here we beauty. Go. First question, Tom. There's too many Toms out there, yeah. Dick. Philip. Philip. Harry? Harry is correct. Oh. Harry. Phil, you get a point. A point. Phil Woo. leads 1-0. Question two, Athos. Philip. 
Philip. Athos, Pathos. Oh, is it? Oh my. Okay. Is is it? Is it? Is it? I'm just. Athos. I'm just gonna Parthos. stop you right there because you're already wrong. Oh. Okay. Never mind then. Okay. Continue. Gary, do you want to guess before I, I say the second thing? Uh, give me number two. So it's Athos. Oh, I'm Porthos. Porthos. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> um, Ethos. E- Ethos no. is wrong. <laughs> You're both wrong. It's Aramis. Aramis. Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, the famous three. Is there a more famous group of three? The three musketeers. To okay. be fair, though, there is so, a fourth musketeer. D'Artagnan might have been. Yeah, but he's qualified. not part of the three. I studied film at GCU, so don't. Oh no, I went to ASU. Ha! Huh, so don't. Uh, you know what sucks is that I literally that. saw this last night, and I just could not remember. Which movie did you see last night, Phil? <laughs> oh no! In preparations for writing my own game, I saw. The oh, I see. Okay, but Fair I could enough. not remember the last name. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Okay, uh, group of three, number three. Philip, you still lead one zero. I got a chance. Let's do it. Kelly Rowland. Oh jeez. Michelle Williams. Philip? Gwen Stefani? <laughs> no, not Gwen Stefani. Gary, do you have anything? Sandra Bullock. <laughs> no, no. Okay, good good guesses all around, maybe. No, the correct answer was Beyonce Knowles, Destiny's oh. Child member. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I mixed up, uh, who was it? what was the second name? Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. I was thinking of an actress. I was thinking of Haley Williams. I think from from Paramore. Oh. So I was like, oh, this must oh. be like rock, rock, uh, punk uh, bands with with female singers. So that's why I went with. Um, that's why I went with. Well, there you go. This tight game. Still one zero to you, Phil. Question four. Good. I I want to say stuff, but I'm not going to. I know. I know. It's too. Yeah. It's too. Too vague. Too risky right now. Bad. Philip. Oh, the, oh! <laughs> yeah, Philip! What? Indifferent? Oh, no, Gary. 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 Ugly. Ugly. Look at the, the ugly. And the ugly. Oh, I, I couldn't be. I couldn't say the good, the bad, because then it would have been obvious. I, yeah. I guess. Well done, okay, Gary. You tie the game. Ah. Going into the final question. Executive. Oh, Gary. No! 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 Gary. No! No! Legislative and judicial? Legislative and judicial! I went to school, baby! (laughs) The three branches of government. Oh, wow. Read it a weep, Philip. This is my podcast now, boy. Oh, wow. I'm going to hear you squeal, boy. What a Gary dominated <laughs> game. Oh, wow. Gary. Do we have one more? You no, still... that's it. No, I That was I... it. Oh, I won. Yes, that's Phil, why. Phil hadn't earned a skipping stone or anything from last Dang. week and he won't have one next oh, week either because God. you won. Gary, well done. 3 well to done. 1 the score is coming from behind. That's what she said. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Next week we make Philip watch all the Evil Dead movies and uh, we'll just see what happens. Hell no. You know how many games you'd have to win in order for that to happen. I, you know, from that, I will just say, I'll just take it to mean, Gary, that at some point next week or or else, uh, you are coming back on, and we I look forward to. to it. Thank you for having me. This has been a great day. Suckers. <laughs> 
And with those pair of L's that Gary handed out to both of us, I go down to 11 and 17, while David goes to 15 and 13. Here we go with that slaps, and we have Gary with us, because Gary, you earned, this is your episode of Pow Wow Podcast, you earned to, to be a part of just about the entire thing. So, welcome to That Slaps, where we present a piece of media, whether it be a song, a movie, or a piece of a, uh, like a season of a TV show, to the listener. This is great. Check it out. I, this week, am bringing on a TV show, season one. I've just, I haven't quite finished it. I'm, I haven't watched the final episode yet, but I can say, hands down, from what I've seen from episodes one through seven, it slaps, most certainly, Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, oh, Rings of Power. My God, it really is so good. Like I was, I was skeptical to say the least, and I am impressed. I have enjoyed it throughout. From episode, every single episode, I thought has been very good. And again, the first episode maybe was the the one where I just sort of was like slowly, I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure. Let's see how it goes. But but even that, like, it's all very good. I highly recommend if you're a fantasy person check out lord of the rings rings of power on amazon prime it's it's primo it slaps that's one thing we can agree on man i love lord of the rings i've only seen the first four i'm, I'm catching up right now but it's really really good i'm very good i wanted it to be good so bad and i'm like it might not be the best but i'm like oh it's good it's really good which is enough for me all right, Gary. Uh, David gave us what slaps for him this week. Gary, will you be so bold as to usher forth a She-Hulk recommendation for the listeners? Ha! I, you know what? To be honest, so I, I, I like Marvel, but I'm a little marveled out, and I had to take a break. I had to. I've been going back and showing my sister Star Wars. Thor left a, <laughs> Thor left a bad taste in your mouth. Doctor Strange and Thor and all the shows. And I just, I'm waiting for Black Panther. I'll, I'll get back into it when that comes out. But. Uh, that was really good. My uh, my thing that slaps is also season one of a TV show. Oh. It's a drama on Showtime. It's no longer running anymore, but was a very decorated and highly prestigious show when it ran. It's called Homeland. It's a movie about um, counterterrorism and um, a, a woman who's got mental issues trying to solve a terrorist plot. There's a lot of seasons. Season two is kind of taking a dip, but season one is like one of the best, just like 10 episodes of TV I had ever seen. So season one of Homeland, it's on Hulu, it's on Showtime. It's got Mandy Patinkin, if you like The Princess Bride. Um, go check it out. It's quite good. A very good, excellent recommendation there, Gary. It is my turn, and for the audience, I will be recommending, based off of the RRR theme, I came up with a song that I really enjoy with not one, but two R's in the title. And actually, ironically, Gary, I hadn't thought of this, but it's ironic that I have you on, as uh, it comes from the movie Swiss Army Man, a movie that we reviewed on a separate podcast. Oh, it's yeah, called River Rocket, and it is by Andy Hall and Robert McDowell. Tremendous song. Realistically, the entire soundtrack is just wonderful and innovative and original as the original soundtrack name would imply but it is delightful the song river rocket from that soundtrack of swiss army man that slaps 
Well, we are going to close out the podcast here. We have a couple of thank yous to issue before we do so. First of all, to you, Gary. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. It has been a victorious one for you to come into and one that you are leaving victorious as well. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy of Philip and David for this great honor. (laughs) Well, uh, you are very welcome from the bottom of both of our hearts. David, who else do we need to thank? First of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on our show from the bottom of our hearts and from the hearts of our bottoms. Thank you. Thank you to Tara Amstutz, Josh Hans, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful contributions to the entirety of the show. Could not be possible without you fine people in the background, pulling the curtains, pushing the people, and becoming, I don't know what else you could possibly do. Pushing people? Pushing the people. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. But anyways, thank you so much for doing what you do behind the scenes. We very much enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, to you, the listener. Yes, you listening right now. Without you... What would all this be for if not just me and David talking about fantasy football? Ha ha ha. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you have not listened to all of the archived episodes of Pow Wow, make sure to go back and listen to all of them. Say subscribe. And you can find us on anywhere that you want to listen to your podcasts, all your favorite podcasts, whether that be Spotify podcasts, Apple podcasts, even Google podcasts, pretty much everywhere except for Pandora. Because screw you, Pandora. I would like to declare that I have shared this time with you and your two chairs. I just want to say, anytime, anywhere, this is a thank you from your friend, Gare Bear. Bear.